0: The Global Latin Factor Podcast. Uh Welcome, welcome you and I to another episode of the Global Latin Factor Podcast, where we talk about Latino, everything. And today we have a very unique individual, a Latino in the house. We have rapper, radio personality, promoter, event creator, club host, and more. Becoming (laughs) a legend in the Dallas music scene. Half of the high rollers that have toured, And headline their own international tour with fans reaching 62 countries, over 2 million YouTube video views, millions of streams on different platforms. And again, another part of the high rollers that have worked with artists such as Cap G, Scarface, Kevin Gates, King Lil G, and a whole lot more. Mm -hmm. We have Mr.
1: Real Life G accomplished. <laughs> yes sir, yes sir, yes on, sir. Hey, I'm honored to be here, but correction, we have over six million YouTube views, but yes. See, I was out there, they said, so I got it from yes. your website. Oh yeah. yeah let him know to update that. That is true, <laughs> that is true, I need it, but you know, when you're independent, it's hard to do yeah, everything. absolutely, you know? but, but y'all yeah, do manage to do so, and uh, welcome to the podcast, bro. I'm uh, man, I'm I'm honored to be here, man. It's about time. I know, right? I mean, you go way
0: back. It's been so. a minute, it's been a minute. It's time to uh, re-up where you at and Everything else, you staying busy and uh, that's awesome to see, man.
1: Oh man, I think I think the key to longevity is, is staying relevant. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And then you're always on people's faces, so you definitely uh we we'll are get into all that. But first of all, we're gonna do what's called a segment I like to call preguntas al chile. <laughs> so right now we got some fire going on. Chile. if you're not on the YouTube, go check it out. Go subscribe and you can see it. Ready? It's gonna be tough, man. I hope you're ready. All right, tacos let's do it. o tortas. Tacos, corn tortilla, flour tortillas. Flour, gorditas o sopes. Sopes, Mexican cocoa, jarritos. Jarritos, agua de horchata, Jamaica or tamarindo. Tamarindo, salsa verde, salsa roja. Verde, menudo pozole? Oh, menudo. I have to go menudo. Right. That's a hard one. Though. Churros or flan. Churros. Okay, Corona dos x modelo Victoria.
1: Ah, modelo.
0: Tequila or mezcal? Tequila. Valentina, Tapatio, Cholula? Mm, the, uh, tapatio, Tapatio. You know the little Mexican candy pops? They got the sandia, elote, and, and mango. Which one you like? Mango. And then the conchitas? Do you like the brown ones, the pink ones, or the white ones? Brown. Okay. And then for you, as far as when you hear the term Latino... What does it mean to you? What first comes to mind? Do I, you identify as a Latino? Yeah, absolutely. Um, what first comes to mind? Yeah, whatever, whenever you hear the term Latino. Reggaeton music. Reggaeton music? <laughs> okay, and as far as you, does it you identify? What, what does it mean as far as for you? Um,
1: I do because, like, you know, I'm not culturally biased. Like, I like... I, I like learning about, you know, the heritages, you know right. what I'm saying? Whether they're Salvadorian or Puerto Rican, right. and, which is why the group High Rollers did good, because the Mexican and Puerto Rican. And, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm, I'm interested. You know, learning is always fun. It's always cool. And to hear about their traditions and, you know, even their food style, you know, it's, right. it's dope.
0: Awesome. All right. So we're going to get into this. The uh, so uh, there's a different interviews that you discuss how you got started. Um, uh, you were locked up for a little while. Was it in county or was it the feds when you were younger?
1: At uh, no, actually, I, I had I, yeah, it was county, but then I went to state mm-hmm. and uh, I was extremely young. I was 17, then turned 18, and I got out at 19. So, you know, right. in there, it's like, um, you got to find a, a way to make money, and right. you know I'm a natural born hustler, so I couldn't draw. And a lot of people were, were drawing to make the money. So um, my partner as he was doing a handkerchief drawing. He, he needed a poem. It mm-hmm. was for this dude who had been locked up for a minute's daughter. It's called Daddy's Little Princess. So I hadn't really wrote a poem before, you know, but I was <laughs> like, how hard could it be? You know, I was a young fly dude from the streets, locked up now doing my time. I put together it, and it ended up killing. And, you know, rap's really been poetry, so I've been getting paid for rhymes since that poem.
0: Yeah. Do you remember a little bit of that poem? I no, guess? no.
1: Not, not one thing? <laughs> man, it's too many moons ago. You know, <laughs> being a veteran in these streets, man, it's just too much. Too much exciting things that really I could never let lose my brain. The older I get, it's like I got to hold on to what I can, but right. I can't remember anything. From so
0: you family. were originally from Salinas, Texas, right? Salina. Salina. It's Salina. a small
1: town. Man, it's... <sighs> Pretty much called, like, not a chance, like, like nowhere. Like, that is, like, the mud. Um, really? Yeah, when I lived there, the population was 3,200 mm-hmm. in the whole town. Like 3,200? Yeah. So, so like, you maybe have a one-stop sign, two-stop sign, maybe? <laughs> something like store? that. Yeah, like, we didn't have no McDonald's. I didn't have no Walmarts. Wow. And, uh, like, where I lived at, we, we had well water and outhouse. Outhouse. Yeah, outhouse. Not
0: a restaurant. Not a restroom. Restroom. Outhouse. Oh my goodness. Are you I didn't serious? even know
1: what Central Aaron Heat was till I was in seventh grade. Are you bro. serious? That's facts. That's why people who know my story that grew up with me from school, they'd be like, man, comp was like from the mud, mud. Like, you understand, know No, like, really, really. Yeah, fun, like right. we had
0: like pigs, chickens, all that stuff. Okay, so it was most, mostly country living where you were at? Super
1: country, yeah. yeah. That's and then, the best way. To when
0: try. did y'all decide? Uh, when I think I moved to North Dallas, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes. To so the about north. What, what age were you at that time? When it was moved? like
1: around a month. For the Alpha area, that's mm-hmm. why I always rep Alpha Block. It's like um over there by the Gallery Mall, Valley View yeah, Mall, you yeah. know Peterson Alpha, all that stuff. And there's a bunch of apartments over there, mm, yeah, from Spring Valley, Preston, Montfort, and all the way to Beltline. Like there's just a bunch of apartments over there, and I just you know pretty much lived in all those apartments. Really? <laughs> yes. It's like so it was rough when we were growing many, up. You made, moved many a lot. Moves. Um. No, I wouldn't say that because once we moved there, I just stayed there. Mm. You know, in Salina, there wasn't things like a bus stop or a train stop. Yeah, so that's where I learned about like transportation, like, could hop on and yeah. So I started exploring. I became the backpack hustler back then. You know, Mm -hmm. bootleg CDs, DVDs. I was like a hand to hand hustler. Right. So it really helped when the music came to play.
0: Yeah, because you were already moving some of the units right there, doing that. And you learned, mm-hmm. uh, I have never been on a bus in Dallas. But to my what? understanding, you used to move around, and the buses yes, are really yeah. good. Like,
1: anybody that knows my background story know me a long time. They'd be like, "College used to be on the train and the buses, and I would go everywhere, bro, with a backpack. Studios, like, no matter where you look, there's a bus stop, bro, and within will walk a distance. Yeah. And that's where I would go. Never, I have never. Here yeah. in Dallas... When the oh it takes out. a while too like if I want to go from here to you know Buckner or something it'll take about an hour and a half you but, know? but so you'll get but there yeah, but you'll
0: manage to move around so that's that's pretty cool and to my understanding also you were trying to save your
1: money <clears throat> while you were moving around I was just poor a car. or yeah you okay. know so it, you know by the time um, you know you grind up that's that's really what made me appreciate everything I have because I earned it mm-hmm. like nothing was given to me mm-hmm. even you know, I, I, earn, I earn my legacy to this day. And that's one thing I'm, I'm very proud of because everyone that knows me knows that nothing was overnight. Nothing was easy. Like.
0: Yeah, and I hear any time you say, like, for example, when you have taken private jets, then you have uh, the blessing or something like that or you're yes. grateful enough or fortunate enough to do that. And that says a lot whenever you speak in as far as, like, how much you appreciate the fact that you got to do that.
1: Yeah, because um, if I'd have let other people tell my story or if I were to listen to teachers or naysayers or non-believers that I couldn't do it or I never amount to what I amounted to you know I would have been exactly what they said what they but said in, back in the days like um you know how there's like most likely to succeed in mm-hmm, school mm-hmm. yeah I was probably on the last place on that list did like, you get a chance to graduate because no. I know you were in jail yeah, I made it to ninth grade. I, I finished ninth grade. I made it to tenth, but that was the last grade. I
0: okay. Do you mind me asking what got you to be in, in jail? What mistakes that maybe somebody else can learn
1: to stay away? Or? I mean, it's such a long story. It's mm-hmm. kind of like a fucked up story. I don't want to take up all the time yeah, yeah, about course. that. But um, uh, to sum it up, it was a possession charge. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you get a court-appointed lawyer and, and, you know. They suck. Yeah, so like— <laughs> You end up doing more time than what the crime actually was. You know Probably. what I'm saying? So I was just in one of them situations. Yeah. Um,
0: and then the biggest lesson you took out from there, just losing your liberty, what would you say would be the high, the big, biggest lesson? Honestly, that that,
1: I mean, that was a blessing, you know, because mm-hmm. it, it really helped me evolve into, for what, it made me sit my little crazy ass down. And uh, I was sober. You know, and, and as a teenager back then, man, I was wild. Like, I liked, I don't know, you know what I'm saying, whether it was smoking or drinking mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, And, you know, even back then, you know, there was lean and there was pills and yeah. pretty much the same shit. Yeah, the no same. one in, in, in hardcore, but, you know, like there was exos and, you know, just, just like nowadays there's Molly. Back then it was X-Pills and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But just being out there in the streets, wild and not being in school, not really looking forward to going to a job, just making day-to-day money, I would try to, you know, celebrate and. Live, and it it just wasn't a way, a healthy lifestyle. So sitting down made me change. I don't
0: think it's normal to do do a job. Even though I do jobs, it's just not normal for us. The way we came up as humans to do things like that, you know, to be sitting (laughs) in certain things like that, or even schooling sometimes. Those things are not normal as far as,
1: like, humans, I feel like. I've had jobs. It's just I never really kept jobs, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense.
0: What was some of the the jobs you had
1: so Car wash. You did? I was killing at the car wash. You were? They put me as, like, the dude that sells the, like, the, the ticket writer. Like, uh, like when you drive in, selling and I'm them? like, yeah, so my ticket average was really high.
0: Is that mouthpiece, bro. Problem, yeah, the <laughs> problem is was
1: me showing up to work. So, like, you know, sometimes, yeah, I, I would get a job. It was hard to keep a job, so. Mm.
0: That's just because they just didn't interest you? Didn't but that's what got me in the clubs. Uh, Being at the car
1: wash, dude was like, man, you'd be good hosting, like, Getting people in, like back then Lower Greenville, was like yeah, like yeah, a yeah, Deep yeah. Elm type. Everyone walking around and bar hopping, and you try to get them in. Right. So that was after numbers. you got out that you started. Doing oh yeah, car wash? all that. Yeah. So I got had... out at nineteen. By the time I was working the car wash, I was already like twenty two or something like that. Yeah. And who found
0: you that that brought you to the club? You remember your first club you you hosted? Because you've been working the mic for for years. Now.
1: Uh, he's a car right now, man. My boy Rob, he started promoting the club, and and he thought. That, talking about Rob Lopez. Big no, one? no. What's some man. other one. No, I met him later. later. And that's how I met Word Life. Mm. But um yeah, my boy uh Rob Zillerman, shout out Top Dog, uh, oh, Top the guys. Dog. um he put he he pretty much gave me the opportunity and other people to showcase my skills, once other people heard it, they were I was the booking started getting, you know, my popularity grew. So mm-hmm. that helped with the music too.
0: Yeah. Cause you knew how to work the crowd. You know, a presence on
1: stage and things like that? Yeah, it, yeah. Talking, you know, a whole lot of crowd control. Yeah. And um, really just to speak confident and, and mic control as well, you know, because uh, I know sometimes a lot of us make it look easy, but it ain't easy. You know what <laughs> it's I mean? not. It ain't easy.
0: You can make mistakes. Yeah. I MC I still private events. Cause I done clubs too, but man, you can mess up big time. <laughs> okay, yeah, so yeah. what Especially was it when you're drinking? So yeah, what was the first club you
1: remember? Um, what was it called back then? It was called Malibu Bar. It was called Malibu Bar when North it was Greenville. in North
0: Greenville. Before it yeah. was, where is that now?
1: And then it changed to Yucatan, and then it went back to Malibu. I think it had another name. I'm not sure. But yeah, I worked Saffronos, at uh, Malibu, a I worked at Sopranos, I worked at Service Bar. Man, I worked at all the bars down there. It was, Yeah, because yeah. they have different names and stuff, you know, but it'd be the same it'll be, bar. It'll like. burn brand for a
0: couple of months and they change the name and yeah, they do it all over again. Or New Owner or whatever. Yeah, so. that's true too. But I worked
1: at Strip and, you know, to this day I'm still hosting clubs,
0: man. Yeah, so tell <laughs> me about that. So right now you're hosting some of the hottest clubs as Absolutely. far as the MC and. And what are the ones you're at, and which ones are the ones that? Because right now, f- for whatever reason, I noticed for the last since the pandemic started till recently, the after the after hours clubs been popping a whole lot more. They've been growing. Oh like man, crazy. I work at
1: Mr. Lux on Saturdays, uh-huh. and it is like, man, you're talking about 400 people every weekend. Like. And
0: to what time they open? From what time to what time? 6 a.m. So from we two, 2 to 2 a.m. 6, two a.m. Two to six. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> bro. But but that's a newer thing, though. I don't remember there being so many of them recently.
1: Yeah, happened. and then, like, the hookah bars and lounges became a thing, and, and, and I don't know, you know? I, you know, there was a time it was just strictly strip clubs, mm-hmm. and then now it's the, you know, the late night clubs are becoming a thing again, I guess. They are, a big time. <laughs> yeah, I see them,
0: them pop up all over the place.
1: Yeah. All right, so what other
0: club are you hosting right now?
1: Um. Currently, it, it's sad because Venti shut down. That was, like, my home base, but... Um, I'm doing two on six. That's an Oak cliff off Jefferson. Yeah. Really, really dope club. Two on six bar, and then I do Tate's. That's an uptown.
0: Yeah. So is is Vinti, um They redoing it or just just that's it for them? Because usually they do that sometimes and then it
1: comes back. Yeah, that's you know I don't I don't really want to say too much about it because I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard a couple different things. Okay, but Who I might know there was a up? lot of trouble and it was Deep End was just getting crazy. Deep Ellen was just wild though. You know, but it happens, you know, they'll calm Deep Bellum down and then somewhere else will get crazy and then though. So it's like right now, you know. Uptown was a little wild too. Because I remember when they didn't play hip-hop in Deep Bellum. Kind of like Greenville, you know, they moved all the hip-hop out of Greenville and then, you know, I just kind of switched.
0: to move around? Yeah. yeah. That's true too. All right, so
1: now you have,
0: and maybe the numbers change for as of right now, you have the number one show for 34 shows running on the new platform, 89.3 FM, KNON Now. Yes, we lit
1: Wednesdays. Is that correct? Yes, there's 34 shows. Um, it's a brand new platform, Candle and Now is trying to introduce some new segments into the, you know, criteria of the FM side. So,
0: which is their streaming service, pretty much on their on that side, right? Yeah,
1: like the you know we have the Candle and Now app. You can get it for your Androids or your iPhones. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, like all these new shows, a lot of us, you know, myself included, like we were just inexperienced and. We didn't have any, you know, radio background. So mm-hmm. a lot of us, you know, applicated for the job and, and, and you know, I had a strong push behind me because of my popularity and I was able to land the show. And I got Wednesday, 4 to 6 p.m. It's a, a hip-hop show, current hip-hop. And um, I got a dope team, DJ Mac 10, Mandy Red, my co-host, uh, China Lee, the producer of the show, and high caliber cult media um taking care of the media side of the show but the, the the dope thing about it is is I'm getting the radio etiquette and I'm getting you know the the correct resume I need to trans over to the FM because that's the goal is, is they're trying to get us all on the FM side I got you and and just to change some stuff up that's why it's called canway now now I don't know you know, where we're all going to land, or I know that they're trying to, you know, everything needs an update, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Absolutely. They're pretty much just like an update of the format they have on the FM side. But you got to see what works, and you can't just throw people in there if they don't know what they're doing, you know. So right now we're just, you know, I guess like on hand training kind of. Well, it is, but, <laughs> but you doing real well. My show's been popping, so, uh, you know, it's fun having a platform, and it's cool because I get to help a lot of artists that, that I never really got to do before, yeah. you know. I, I started doing it in the clubs, but it's still hard. But now I got my show, you know, or or I put a dope team together, and and everything coming out of there is just, you know, we had a listener party, and it was crazy. Like a camel was there, like <laughs> yeah, like for real, like so. All the love that you know, it's been I've been embracing. It's just super dope, and I feel like it's because I've been spreading positive energy through every platform I've been on, whether it's hosting the clubs or it's the radio or you know, what, wherever I'm at, I'm able to you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. To kinda bring that that I don't know, high spirit, high energy where like, man, it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be and I like bringing that. I think that stuff's contagious. That's why I don't want anyone with bad energy around me. Gotcha. You I got you. So
0: so pretty much you had to apply to get it and you got it and now 34, you're doing great, 34 shows, even though you've never done it before. How was your
1: first, very first day? Oh, man.
0: <laughs> How many I times you we to turn it, the it, mic on? It was
1: 420. Um, oh, man. And, um, yeah, I was, I went in there a little too, uh, I guess, on a cloud, mm-hmm. you could say. But, yeah, I, uh. <laughs> Yeah, if I could redo really that one I totally would. But um the But people lesson loved learned it, though, right? Lesson learned you know, than you know because I, I can I can fumble or I could trip and fall and make it like I did it on purpose type stuff. Mm. You know, play it off, which makes so good it at funny. good
0: Good improv, improv. Yeah,
1: yeah. And and, and I think uh, I can improv the situation to come out on the bright side. But the show was so bad that it was really good because it was funny and you know, I was voicing like, man, this is And it was going to be this hard type stuff. So, you know, the people got to, you know, learn with me or like listen to me learn on air, which is super dope. But yeah, yeah, it wasn't the greatest show.
0: Yeah, I checked out this Wednesday. I didn't realize you were not going to be there because you you just got back from Oklahoma. I just, yes. You were. I just um, got in the city. Hosting uh, King Lou G? Girl. Yes, yes.
1: Uh, I had to go out there and chop business and I ended up hosting. <laughs> and I'm hosting the show this Saturday as well, too. Oh, nice. But that was already like uh, a paid gig. That, But it was just coincidental that uh, the Oklahoma City thing happened.
0: That's pretty cool. All right, okay, so backtrack to the party. So you had a listener appreciation party. And I don't know if you caught that. There was a freaking camel in that. Hump day. We lit Wednesday and there was a camel hump day. Get it?
1: Makes sense? How the heck did y'all get a count on the club, bro? The owner of of the spot, man, he owns uh-huh. exotic animals and a super cool dude, man. Shout out to Lee, B&K Cafe. And, um, you know, it <laughs> he had asked me if I wanted it and I was like, nah, I'm cool because I didn't know what to expect, you know. Um, he owns other animals as well, but you know, he brought the camel because of Hump Day. It makes sense. it ended be being super dope man. I, I was kind of scared to touch it. I didn't know if it wasn't kick you or, you know, they just man. spit. <laughs>
0: They're usually not that aggressive. They spit. So, but you had a freaking camel in there, and yeah. you had Big Tuck perform. Uh, no, Mandy Red, right, I tuck. believe, did. What, who else performed? She did.
1: Um, Actually, I performed with Big Tuck too. We did Real Live
0: G. Real Live G.
1: Um, my artist, Kai Woods. Um, there was a lot of dope acts that night, man, actually. I can't remember everybody because of the alcohol and the weed right now, but it was fun. It was fun. It was fun. That was what's yeah. up. Was
0: Congratulations fun. on that and uh, reaching that milestone and that you'll you have your first appreciation party. That's what's yeah. up. And and the fact that I noticed some of the things that you're doing with the show, which is all the relationship that you've been building throughout the years, now you're leveraging some of them and put some of the people on. Yes and you have uh Chingo Bling. I know you have a history with him. Um I don't I forget who else you had there before. I know you had Crystal Poppins and Cap and G. Cap G also. Uh, Miss
1: Gold. Um I got GT Garza in there next week. Uh King Lil' G should be yeah. stuff. I mean, there's. I mean, honestly, we we plan on a lot of people coming too. Yeah, that's good. You know, they just um, it's you know, just availability. of not, i pre-record them, But I like them in the studio. Yeah,
0: you I know like what them. I'm saying.
1: Like I could have had a lot of pre-recorded, but I need them there. Yeah, you know, it's just different
0: vibes. It definitely is. It definitely is. That's what well, we do. One shot on this one, but I like to keep it to where it's flowing nicely. So even though it's pre-recorded, it doesn't look like in that way. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So you create that good vibe. That's wow. So you have other stuff that are gonna be like doing that. So as far as like, what do you like? As far as a year in, how how do you feel that's gonna play out for you on on the show? Because I know you just done thirty four shows, but just it's moving for you.
1: How would I feel? I I I think by the year and I'll be on FM. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty positive about that. Yeah,
0: and as as soon as you got your radio show, what other opportunities happened to you as far as opened
1: up? Man, the opportunities that have been—it's <laughs> crazy, man. Because I'm having meetings now that I never thought I would have um, due to the platforms that I'm on and. It's super dope. I can't talk a lot about them because I don't want to jinx stuff. You know me, I'm one of them. Like, if it's not confirmed yet, I don't want to. But I got some big events coming up, Um, four of them before the end of the year, that are like 85% finalized. And I'm going to be a part of something major Um, coming up at the end of September that I've been really excited about. But uh, I'm going to have to come back, man, and, or, you yeah, know, tune yeah, into yeah. my Instagram at Accomplice1127. You know, and, and, and follow because I'll be making the announcements. But, man, I'm I'm definitely excited to come back and talk about it all. But, you know, I don't want to jinx anything. I don't want to talk about I it that it don't happen. Yeah. And then I look like, you know, that guy I can't be that
0: guy. I know? feel you on that because I'm the same way. I wanted to be done, done. And then later on, like, oh, you're doing this? Oh, yeah. No
1: biggie. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but it's, it's exciting. But it it's is like, exciting. And I want yeah, to talk like, about it. But, but like, well, you're I'm more almost, than
0: welcome to come back any day to give us an update. Something could happen,
1: and it don't yeah. fall through. And they're like, whatever happened? with don't like that. I shouldn't have never said that. I don't
0: like that either. I don't I like I that feeling. And I don't like that. That I felt like I was just talking just to talk, even though yeah. there was something happening. Yeah, right? it was like, man, it could have. Yeah, I don't like. Then that. you got to go explain to everybody. It's not worth. it Well, there's the thing, though. I don't feel like I need to, but I just don't like the feeling that it didn't happen. and I'm like, man, that sucks. It, makes me, it doesn't make you like I wasn't lying about it But it kind of Sort of makes you And takes a little bit of Relevance on what you're saying If you're posting Or whatever yeah. You know what I mean That's how I feel Like I feel like What I say is pretty much law And if I say it I'm like man I feel like Like I lie But either it wasn't with Yeah cause intentions. I could talk
1: about Man some big babies That could happen But you know oh, good Hey we'll good respect it
0: Cause again I feel like I'm just like that So we'll save it for next time Anytime you want to You more than welcome so you did mention that on the on the uh, appreciation party you have one of your artists. So you're actually starting a label, or what is it that you're having? Because you have a couple of artists, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Um, yeah, I just got my second one. Um, I'm starting a a, a label, but it's also a publishing company where we can assist artists with you know making a track. Mm-hmm. Like I have a producer and a singer, and you know an artist who will actually write you a song. Mm. You know, and and. And Lay a Skeleton or, you know, a reference track where it could be your song, you know. So it's more than just a label. I want to say it's like an entertainment agency. Is that yeah. what you're, you're calling it as far as what it's Yeah, it's, it's, it's called COD Entertainment. COD. And yeah, and I haven't, and that, <laughs> that, that I can talk about. It's just we haven't launched yet. Okay. But um they got you talking ahead of time. About yeah, that. <laughs> but I mean that's official COD entertainment that is official. I heard it here first. Already. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> I already. Low first. laugh fact exclusive. But um yeah, it's a, it's, it's a record label, it's a, a publishing company. Um and I'll be helping artists in, in a lot of aspects. Of, artist, you know, development. artist development, yeah, a lot of that. And even you know, just just a lot of things, but the first artist that I've been working on um the album, you know, he's working in the studio very hard, and uh, I just got another artist, and I mean, just watch the Instagram, man, and I'm gonna be debuting them real soon. So real you soon. haven't
0: put them out. Who it is that you're working with right now? Yet we shot
1: one video with Kai Woods, his first single, but um, you know, that was a, a club record that that I'm running through the clubs right now. Um, but he's an R&B artist, mm. so it's like I don't want that people to think every record's going to be like that. I just needed one of those to, you know, start getting people to be like, oh, he's dope. He's dope. Yeah, where you is know. he from? Chicago. He's from Chicago, and Chicago. He, he's not Actually, here he's in Dallas? from Indiana, but he mainly lives in Chicago, South Side. Yeah. And now he lives in Dallas, in the yes. Dallas area? he moved here in July. So, okay. yeah, young cat. I'm going to bring him by here, man, as soon as the album's done. yeah, yeah. You got to hear it. We got to talk about it. Absolutely. Because that way he could tell his story. Yeah,
0: no. and then the second person that you have, that one just hasn't been released. Really, you haven't put anything out for her. Is that a female? If I'm not mistaken, or no?
1: No, um, that's not. That's not. Um, we haven't locked that in yet. There's actually a, a couple people that I'm looking at that are maybe's, mm. but um, right now it's just Kai on contract. But the other, the other artist, you'll be hearing from him real soon, and he'll be on contract probably by next week.
0: Yeah, what are you looking for as far as? Cause you you've been doing this for years. You do showcases yes. for the same thing. as' just trying to find artists that you feel like is the ones.
1: Man, they gotta have ambition, man. Like mm-hmm. I can't,
0: I can't, you can't teach that. Yeah, I mean, you
1: have to be coachable or like you listen. I'm telling you, you know, I'm I'm telling you for a reason. I'm not just talking to talk. Um, but if you have the ambition, like 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 I see that you really want to do it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a, I'm. A, you know, if you really want to go up this mountain, man, yeah, it's steep. But I'm gonna go up there with you, just yeah. so you don't go alone. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, you're so you're well, a yeah, big assistant. And there's a big, yeah. you know, there's a big payday up there. There's a big bag of money that people just look at. No one's willing to go get because they don't want to put in the work. Well, I'll go with you. Now you're a big asset. Let's go get it for anybody that we'll would that gives
0: with you. It's a big. You're a big asset. Well connected. Again, you know how to do your own shows. How to develop artists. Yeah. How to work the
1: crowd. How to work the mic. You know, you, and, gotta, you know, and we platform. haven't even started yet. Like right now, you know, he's been in the studio. We just dropped one video, but we're working. Like by the end of the year, you're definitely gonna know. You know, you'll start hearing more of the COD entertainment, and you'll start seeing more of the artists. You know, because the compilation album will come out too. But like I said, a lot of big plans for the end of the year. But um, I'm we're trying. gonna be all
0: left in suspense to the next time you come, <laughs> or till we'll see it on, on IG.
1: Oh, yeah definitely follow because you know I like the rollouts, like you know what I'm saying. I like to tease you a little bit, and then bam, here it is, nice, and here's their catalog and you know. so is that your own
0: thing, yours, or is that are you partner up with people that are doing this and created this? Of course, you say you have producers and different things like yeah,
1: that yeah I, I would say it's a partnership because, um you know everyone I work with were partners, man, I don't really. You know, I build bosses. I saying, yeah, give me, boss give me the boss talk that you were
0: giving me earlier. Yeah, <laughs> so that you're not a worker, you're a boss yeah, or you're and, a partner. I mean,
1: yes, and 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 I want all my people to feel like that too. You know, I'm saying mm-hmm. you don't work for me, I don't work for you. We partners, because mm-hmm. we got to get this together. Yeah. So if 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 you going in this much, I'm going in this much. I will meet you. Let's get it. Yeah. But I need to see that ambition. You know, it's, it's dedication, it's discipline, it's determination. You got to have it. Okay. And if, if you don't want to get up and, and, and go get it, hey man, I'm a chill.
0: Yeah, okay, so that has nothing to do with what the late, and I'm not if I'm not mistaken, you had a deal, you still have a deal with Music Access. Oh, yes, and then manage, management was LCA, correct?
1: Uh, BCSC, yes, they had no, you know, like, um the emails and stuff like that because high roars are, are established and, and a lot of people you know, so you're in ink so now long.
0: you're a company now right or they not
1: in corporate high uh-huh. yeah we've been there
0: you've been there yeah we've been you learned there. your lesson from your first round
1: because bc and cnet they know a lot of the legalities that i don't know so mm-hmm. they assist you know in the management of that's why you know you'll see them with us mm-hmm. i'm sorry but Who was it again bc and cnet southern Friday marketing okay okay yeah, gotcha. that's lca management shout out mm-hmm. to them too but yeah, they assist in a lot of stuff. Like, there's many parties involved with us because it, it was just hard to do it, just me and Word, you know, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, and and so you need a team, and, and and once you get a team, it's like okay, like hey man, help out with this. We need this. We need this. Here's a contract, or what does this mean, or what is this, or how can we get on this soundtrack, or what do we need to fill out for this? You know, because a lot of stuff, if you don't know it, man, you'll get you'll miss an opportunity. Yeah, so and it's then like, it's hey, kind we like of, your song for this movie. Yeah, fill out this paperwork and do this. and send it back, and and we're like, well, we don't know.
0: You know, you need people to help you out. That's true. That is true. And there's a lot of missed opportunities. But and then sometimes you want to research everything, but there's so much to know. And especially if you can have somebody in your team that's done it or been to school or learned about it or knows about it, they can actually put you in the right direction. So so far, have y'all seen fruits of y'all labor with them as far as uh. The opportunities and the doors that open with uh, with the uh, music access and LCA.
1: Um, yeah, you know I, I I'm not I don't have no complaints. That's good. You know when I need to get in the studio, I can get in the studio. When we need something released, that's released. Um, you know, cool partnership right now. I ain't got no complaints. Everything's been going smooth. I think um we just finished a, a Hyro's album. So that should come out. Y'all should get a day. What's on the that title? You have a title yet? Um, not yet, not yet. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's a few floating, not confirmed, but yeah, that should be coming out pretty soon. I, th-
0: I think your yes, theme for high rollers is everything they do. Like yeah, we're doing different high roller theme stuff. You know, like like what was uh, I forgot what was the name of the one last of them. one was all in, all in. Get it? That's part of uh
1: yeah, the first, a high roller. The first one was the lifestyle, and then we had the jug season. Yeah. See, it that one doesn't go kind of
0: with high rollers as far as one would think with high rollers, but like, you know, roulette or something like that, you know what I mean? But I, I, That's what I picture
1: when you're high rollers. Jig Season with mixtapes, though. Yeah. Jig Season 1, Jig Season 2, Jig Season 2.5. Yeah. And then we had the High Rollers Lifestyle was the debut. And then we had um High Rollers All In. And then we had the High Rollers All In Deluxe, which had five more songs than that.
0: Yeah, so the is album. this going to be a full album or a, a LP? Eight songs, yeah. Eight songs? Yeah. So it is a full album. Full album. Yeah. And then I know you have Crystal Poppin' and Cap-G uh, so far as Crystal far as Crystal feature...
1: Poppin', Cap-G, and then we just uh, finished a track with Justin Case.
0: So that one's going to be also included because yes. I wasn't on the last interview I saw from Elm, Elm Street. Elm? Elm? The, oh, the yeah, last... Elm Street. Welcome to
1: Elm Yeah, shout out yeah. my boy Elmer. He just texted me, actually.
0: Yeah, he was getting... Uh, yeah, talk about that one so
1: that one's a new one yet yeah we just we just uh, that was the last song on the album you know sometimes you need certain songs you know just to give it that and uh, that was the last song on the album
0: okay and what is the vibe that people as far as like whenever a listener the High Rollers fan audience what are they expecting to hear some of the new stuff or newer sound some of the regular stuff or uh
1: I mean, this album, I think, is 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 uh not like the last album. Um, I think this one goes back a little bit more to the uh, the lifestyle album. I think it's half and half. I think it's half of the lifestyle album, you know, with like the pray I make hits and, and songs like that, and also half of the the all in album. So I think that the, this new album, man, people are really gonna enjoy it because um, I think. Um, you know, you can hear the growth and you can hear, you know, I think I think the content's going to be real dope for the people. And, and as far as the sound, so you
0: have, have Weight of the World. Yeah, we so got name brand hand. music, mm-hmm.
1: uh, Weight of the World. Um, that's actually it on production yeah, on that. Just production. two producers, yeah. Yeah, that's good. It's four yeah. and four. Oh, and DJ Lazy Boy on one, actually, yeah three
0: producers. what did he do uh, he just produces a track as well he, he, he scratches he and cuts anything songs, yeah. yeah that's what's up man and yeah do y'all have the date already to release it or is that not really done no, yet no not
1: any? yet we just turned it in Like,
0: yeah I just turned it in yeah like Friday Friday so <laughs> yeah. we
1: shouldn't take that long but so they'll review it you know the graphics or uh, the promo and graphics and stuff and then I would guess September though yeah yeah for a good rollout. Shoot a video to a single
0: stuff. Like oh, y'all yeah, videos, phew, man, y'all yeah, do great. Y'all yeah, do great work. Every single video that y'all had since y'all became the high rollers, when I believe "Hola, uh, Is Fuego" kind of sort of kind of launched a little bit to all the other yeah. ones y'all been doing. A one, the appreciate with the presentation, it. with the look, with the girls, with the you know whole concept. It's pretty dope. Appreciate it. Appreciate yeah, What's your favorite video so far for you?
1: Oh <sighs> I, I, I guess Pray I Make It because uh, it was a private jet and we were at Quad Studios, in New York. So I guess that was, that was fun to do because it kind of just shows the whole from Dallas to New York, you know, the whole trip. Yeah, that's true. And that was my first time experiencing something like that. So it was, yeah, I, I had to say Pray I Make It, video.
0: So from going to, like, a place where there's an outhouse to riding the bus be being on a private jet, how did I feel? Man,
1: these are all facts, too.
0: That's crazy. But how did it feel, though, when you were there? Like, what what was going through your mind? What kind of feelings or anything? Man,
1: shock. If I were to say anything, man, I was shocked, bro. I was like, yo, like, man, I don't know. Just, you know, uh, you get on that point, like, if you're a kid and you go to Six Flags or something and your face hurts because you're smiling a lot. That feeling? Yeah, it's just, it feels like, yo... This is this is dope. This is what it's about because when you experience stuff like that and you don't have to pay for anything, <laughs> it's like people are treating you to this, you know? Yeah. So it feels like you earned it.
0: You know, my my producer and I, he knows a little bit about private jets, and we were doing the math earlier. It's not cheap to do a private jet. No, no, it's not no, cheap at all. No, not at all. It's very. And costy. we did it multiple times. Yeah, it is very costly. So like, man, that was that was some bread. Oh. So you y'all have you have the High Rollers album coming out hopefully in September. Dates pending. However, you also talked about before About doing a solo project because you just released a song on the Bible, mm-hmm. uh, real personal, real uh, real heartfelt for the. And then you have your kids on the video, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. So and I don't know if people grab the on the Bible. The the chorus goes right hand. So anytime you're swearing, you're getting sworn in or anything, you put your hand on the Bible, I meaning you're gonna be honest. And you're going to be truthful for everything that you say. I don't
1: know if people grasp that. So yeah. I'm dope you did. That's yeah. That's dope you did. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I wanted to drop some substance music and the song. I came out on Father's Day, shot by k pack Films. Yep. And, you know, as my growth, you know, my Freestyle Fridays that I dropped, me um, and k pack did 25 weeks, 25 videos, 25 songs and that was super dope. I didn't think it got the acknowledgment it deserved, but the feedback from the fans um really man, it was really uplifting to me. Like a lot of messages that were super dope. And on the Bible was one of the I did want that song on the freestyle Friday. And I got a lot of messages and a lot of dope feedback from it. So it made me want to cuz all those freestyles I just rapped on YouTube, YouTube, YouTube beats, I didn't, yeah. So none of them songs are out. So now I'm redoing the songs that fans told me to do. Like, this is an awesome song. Like, I went back and did the homework. I'm pretty much doing the solo album. It's mainly a lot of the Freestyle Fridays that the fans wanted to hear as complete songs. So I'm like, okay, you like this, and I did this so quick. Let me actually. Like on the Bible, we redid the beat. We got in the studio with a guitarist. Shout out Mike and Ted, Music Access. We got in there, got my sons in the video. Actually, made it more, you know, orchestrated where it was a dope presentation of a song to put out on a dope day with yeah. a dope concept that had substance, that had meaning, yeah. you know, and as a universal song. So, I just redid a song that's called Shooter that I got a lot of feedback from. And I got a very popular artist out of Austin. Her name's Miss Gold. I got her in the video and her to do a verse. So there's many other songs from the Freestyle Fridays that people personally hit me up. I'm talking multiple, multiple, multiple messages and DMs of people saying, man, let me throw a verse on this song. Hey, you should extend this song. Or hey, you should. A lot of feedback from certain songs. And I'm like, I got to give the people this. And say I want to put an artist, like like say like my homie GT Garza who's in town next week, like, hey, man, this song, when you throw a verse on it, bam, now the whole song's different, new beat, same concept, you know. you know. I'm with King Little G, you know, Saturday. Maybe he jumps on one, you know, so now it's making them full songs. But it all started from a little sample that I gave them, and they're like, we need more of that.
0: Yeah. What's the idea of doing that uh, as far as the Small Little Clip videos? Well, who came from that? K-Pack. Hey, K-Pack. Man, he, that dude,
1: it, to me, best videographer in Texas. He he has a vision, and sometimes he just needs someone to do the vision with. Mm. And I was very fortunate that he was like, man, we should do like, you know, you be killing like everyone knows. Like I, I can I can cook up something pretty quick in a studio, and I can do so everyone a night. So some of those Freestyle Fridays, man, we did a few of them in one night, went and shot the video, and I'd be out of town, whatever, and they Mm -hmm. were just dropping every Friday, bro. 25 weeks, half a year. That's a
0: lot. But the feedback, the whole idea is dope, right? mm -hmm. And to to put it in somewhere, the, the reels now that Instagram has been trying to push forever, and then to have them live there. And then you, you can just literally go one after the other. And then the feedback of the people. Yeah, that people actually... were playing them
1: and recording them, playing song after song song, because they just put play on one. Yeah. They'll be in traffic, and it was super dope. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to do a, a solo album to, to give them this.
0: But what a great idea to even connect with the people so they can, you can know which one's going to be, is getting traction and attention from the people. Like, literally, they're telling you, like, and this is not a full song, but it could become the growth of a new thing, like, the one that you have, yeah. Some of them are now. just
1: verses. Some are just and they're like, yo, that's dope. And you know, I gave the people opportunity to tell me what they thought. That was dope because a lot of people ideas. are not
0: willing to put themselves in like kind of like a vulnerable position and ask that feedback because sometimes they don't might want to hear it. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you know, some people might say, "Hey, stop it or don't do this or whatever." You know, we just still gotta accept it if you're out in the music business. But
1: yeah, I mean, feedback's feedback whether it's good or bad. Yeah, I'm you know, just take it you know accept it and learn from it so
0: right yeah so the uh, man so so that's where it's gonna evolve to is I was gonna ask you the Freestyle Fuego Fridays is gonna evolve into po- yeah, a that, solo project yeah that's pretty
1: much the solo project with you know I'm using some of those on the album and then I'm also cooking up some new stuff that you know I'm excited to do but really that just gave me some <clears throat> excuse me just some fire to you know <clears throat> just get back out there, you know, I just felt like rapping, I guess. Yeah, but you
0: mentioned that you were doing from the rapping to a hosting, but you've been hosting forever. Is mm-hmm. that, you feel
1: like it's kept you relevant as far as in the scene and in the industry and different things like that? Yeah, because, you know, e- even when artists come in town, they tap in because I know I'm hosting somewhere so they'll pull up because artists, you know, associate with me, so. Plus, you know, I like, you know, when people have birthdays or parties or any type of celebration, they'll hit me up. And I love being a part of it and bigging them up and making them feel good. And You know, I think, I think that's an experience as well. But I think that's definitely kept me relevant because um, I've hosted some big concerts. <clears throat> Man, I feel like I'm joking. Um, some water, my brother. <laughs> absolutely. I've hosted some—I mean, I'm hosting— um, Shout out Smooth Vega. I'm hosting Central Popular um August sixth, which is Three Six Mafia. Mm, yeah. Chameleon Air, Cap G, GT Garza. Um, I'm hosting the King of, Like I host a lot of, you know, big concerts where there's, you know, thousands of people yeah. there. Okay. So, um, you know, it's a dope platform because I'm ripping high rollers and I'm ripping, you know, everything I'm ripping all all up there, all at once. You see it all. All at you once.
0: So you make sure that so there's a phrase you usually use that I wanted to ask you about because maybe the people aren't Don't understand And I Like I met you when we were Years ago When we were in the Music scene You can say But I I seen how you Were moving And I think At one point We were kind of Sort of in like The learning process Of learning the music business And Mm -hmm. different things like that But you always said Something that On a lot of interviews And said time, Do good business So for people That are not in the music industry Or in general Learning about good business What do you mean about that? Can you educate What does it really mean To do good business?
1: For one, be a manual word. If if I invite you somewhere, I'll tell you I'm going to do something, and I'm going to make sure it's done. You know, um, holding up your end of the bargain in partnership deals, Um, just providing, you know, uh, sometimes a good ability is availability, and mm-hmm. I was always available for whatever task we needed to fix the problem that was at the event. Right, you know, so event coordinating is is, is a man. It's a hard task because you got to multitask, and you got to see, you know, how you can fix whatever it is is going wrong. And uh, I've always been present at that. I've always been present during meetings. Um, I always try to be, you know, if if you're on time or late, you know, I've just, just tried to be punctual and try to show that I'm taking this serious. Mm-hmm. And I think if you show that, it makes other people like. Man, tighten up, man! Like, why you looking like that? Why you acting like that? Or you know, why you drunk this early (laughs) event? Like, Man, I've been to shows, artist showcase, man, and the artists will be plastered, bro, before they even perform. And I never understood that, like, man, like you, you're. If you want to do this, treat it like you want to do this. Like, no one's gonna pay you. You don't treat it like you're treating it like it's your birthday or something, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know.
0: So, so, so I know in the um, on your Instagram for the We Lit Wednesdays you have to submit your songs, but are you requiring? Because I think we need to have some checks and balances for the people, the artists, artists that consider themselves artists that you know that just that the word that gets thrown around sometimes not really an artist, artist, right? But as far as the criteria Make sure that your music's on Spotify And different avenues yeah. Before we get to do that Yeah Because they need to be playing Joe like Yeah it, it,
1: it really don't it waters me wrong. down I would, the I would
0: show some old got my stuff played on radio But it didn't mean nothing Because it didn't count for nothing Exactly You know what I mean?
1: Um, You know Yeah I have a criteria They gotta meet Because like It really waters down My radio station If I'm just playing Joe Schmo. I want it to and be And the listening. quality is not there Exactly Exactly So Um Yeah, I always do my research, and, you know, I got the team, too, that we make sure we're on each other, you know, make sure the show's dope, because I want it to be dope, because I have, you know, big ideas, bigger than what we're doing now for the show. Yeah,
0: anything you can share, or, or, okay, we're going to respect the fact, (laughs) there, you know what, until it comes real, then we're going to see it. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Why did you like to celebrate birthdays cuz I like that too as far as me doing that celebrating why where does that come from as far as being part of their celebration for their birthday whatever I
1: think it's dope when when you're invited to any celebration mm. you know if I personally invite you to a listening party or a fashion event yeah. Or a birthday or my kid's birthday or my dad's birthday. Every every invitation to a celebration, yeah, you kinda see where you're at with that person and be like, Oh, that's dope. I didn't know we were that cool. You invite me to your son's birthday. <laughs> you know, like and and you know, there's graduation, there's a lot of stuff. And, you know, to be a part of that is it, it's super cool because you get to experience people that, that you know or associate with and enjoying themselves you know what i'm saying instead of just a, a worker that you just see working all the time you never see them in anything else so. yeah
0: okay so let's talk a little bit about the high roads because i checked out the interviews as i mentioned and word lives as far as um where you at <laughs> if anybody noticed your instagram and his instagram usually you yeah mostly together but right now it seems like you've been working solo stuff and different things he just dropped a song not that long ago i don't know if he's working on a single project as well but as far as, is that decision as far as y'all working solo is for label advice that they advise or is it just something because you're in a different part of your life as far as what you do? Because you're a married man, you have kids and Word life I believe he doesn't have any kids. So is that kind of sort of like what it's not saying is the end or whatever, but it's kind of getting yet to work differently and of course like you said the fans are i needed to see each individually is that what's happening did the label advise or is just something that's been happening as far as y'all's career as the high rollers and the time that y'all done the high rollers but right now at this point in time in y'all's life this is just where it's happening as far as not like a division but it's just like working and covering more territory
1: yeah, I mean, to say the end, That I mean, saying the end is harsh, you know. That's, those are strong words. But I know that, you know, with growth means expansion. Mm-hmm. And as a group, high rollers, you know, and, and high rollers is more than just mean word, you know. The, there's a team with that, too. Um, but when we were together everywhere, people seen that. Mm-hmm. You know, they've seen the unity. They've seen the strength in numbers. They've seen it. So they know the resume. Now that we're at two different spots on the same night, whether he's in New York and I'm in Dallas, well, now you're getting double the high rollers promotion. Mm-hmm. So growth is expansion. So now the high rollers are more than just one spot. It's more than just where we're at. Yeah. Now we're, we could be everywhere. Like no matter where word is at, it's rollers. No matter where I'm at, is Rollers and whoever he's with, whoever I'm with. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Like, so we understand the High Rollers is a brand and expansion is growth. So you can't always see, you know, Bill and Ted together or, you know, Beavis, but like you're going to see them expand <laughs> and it brings more money <laughs> yeah, at absolutely. the end of the day. But you know that you people are constantly watching that together.
0: That's, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, but I think, you know, reinvention and and, and showing them the new part is dope, too. Yeah. Because even though, you know, we have the solo projects, you're still going to listen to the High Rollers group project because you want to hear it. That's what you're accustomed to hear it to. But you also want to hear the new stuff. Everything has a good run. Once you do that run, you explore. Well, maybe we can make it bigger. Yeah. And that's what we're doing right now. And if it does become bigger, it may not work, but the thing is you gotta test ideas. Yeah. So that's how you gonna right know now, it works if you don't try it out? We're in the expansion phase mm-hmm. and I think the high roller's name has been building, you know, bigger. I think it's bigger now than it's ever been. Yeah. And uh, you know, I can't take full credit for that. You know, just like he couldn't. But I know right now it's being, you know, if they're playing follow my Drip because he's in New York. It's beneficial because they're playing "Follow My Drip" when I'm at Mr. Luck. See, you get know what I'm saying in, in Dallas. Dallas so. In Dallas, so a whole lot more territory
0: being covered. Pretty much exactly.
1: We're covering a lot more ground when when we're
0: doing our own thing. Yeah, that's true. All right, back to the business part. So, if not to put anybody on blast, but tell me a time where just really rub you the wrong way that bad business was conducted on your part. Oh man, I could. T- <laughs> One the most
1: stupid, without calling no names, I can tell you a lot. Uh, man, I ain't go on and on about that, but it, yeah, I would. The the they would be so particular, like you would figure out who they are. So we're just gonna leave it like um, that. Yeah, I, I'm all about positivity. So you know, hopefully, you know, the people who did do, do bad business, I just really hope they smartened up. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And a lot yeah. of them people ain't even around no more. Honestly. Yeah, that's true. You know, they weren't been, fortunate enough, like, the high rollers, to have a 10-year span of relevance, you know what I'm saying, being relevant, so.
0: Where did, um, how long have you been doing the music, truly? Like, it's been a minute, right? That's a good question. Man. Well, I, I know, like, literally recording, recording, and then starting putting stuff out, uh, and then really grasping the business, uh, because I know you were doing it, but. Okay, Real Life G, not to call you out, bro, but it had the tag on it still, you know what I mean? It's a dope-ass song, great song, still a classic to this day, but if you listen to it, sending, like it's like the stuff that you needed to learn at that time, like myself, learning about that stuff, clearing the or having the actual beat or not having the tag or different things like that, you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> okay, uh, shout-out to the producer of Real Life G. His name's Bonafide, R.I.P. Yeah. Uh, R. I. P. yeah. Um, he, him and Big Tuck were making the song. He was playing the guitar you know he played that uh Pimp Z sample yeah so when he made the beat he uh the idea came across you know I I was kind of there at the studio a little bit and then Tuck had the idea and then Tuck brought me the uh back then it was on CDs you know mm. he brings it to me and he was like hey man I think we should do this song and um I was with Money First Entertainment at the end, you know. I was in charge of all that, so I was like, "Yeah, it's dope. I got my solo album, Diamonds Thirty Dollars. This is perfect. Let's do it," you know. And um, so he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna, <laughs> um, we gotta pay the producer and et cetera." So you know, we we talk over the business. So he's like, "I'm gonna go get the, um, you know, the stems, the breakdowns mm-hmm. the, of the beat. You got the beat." So Bonafide puts it on the disc he gives me the disc. And back then, clothes weren't how they are now. Like, you know, now it's Hoochie Daddy shorts and stuff like that. Back then, I had on cargo mm-hmm. shorts. <laughs> yeah. I remember putting the CD that he gave me in my pocket. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to take that CD to the studio and they get all the... All the tracks. The track outs. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what it was. The track outs. So when I get to the studio, I sit down and break the disc. Ouch. Bonafide, Tuck, everyone at that time had went out of town because I didn't go to the studio the day I got the CD. I ended up going, like, say I got the CD on a Thursday, I ended up going Saturday night. type stuff. I couldn't get another one, all right? I was pressing for a deadline because (laughs) me— How could I redo things? I already had a venue booked. I already had a release date. I album release. We that for years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I already had all this. Yeah, we got pictures yeah. of that day. Um I already had everything set, but I didn't have the album yet. Yeah. So I was like, pressed. Like, man, I really need this. So um, I ended up turning in the song to go on platforms and be pressed up without the the beat, without the tag. So that's why it has the tag on it because I, I broke the, the frequency. Tri- and he wasn't coming back. I don't know where he had went at that time because I remember the album release was like in May or something. But I don't, I, I don't know where he went. But he was going to be gone for a little bit. Yeah, that's a classic. You never thought just to record in there. See, Tuck owns like like land in Cabo, so he'll mm. like vacation stuff. He'll be gone for like a couple of weeks and stuff. Really? And say I'm going through so far. Yeah. So yeah, that's why you'll see him out there all the time swimming with the dolphins and stuff that's like crazy. that. So it was just one of them times where they gave it to me and I had paid for the beat and everything. Man. Broke it and I just had to run with and I was supposed to re you know, submit it and I never did. Yeah, it's a it's a dope song.
0: It's a it's a real yeah. classic song. In fact, you still did it not that long ago at Carnegie Sutherfest.
1: Yeah. I was over there kicking it the with him. Tuck brought me out, Cardinal Sutherfest. I was whenever a legend brings you out, man, that's pff, super dope. Yeah. Like dream come true, bro.
0: Yeah, that he reaches out to you and then yeah, just get in there, and knock oh, it man, out. That's probably the biggest Dallas
1: legend, man.
0: It is. It is one so of them. When, when he
1: called me, it was like, "I'm doing right. this Latin fest." I said, "Oh yeah, I know." And we got it in. We went in there and it killed. You know, the song killed. People really like that song. So it is. Maybe we'll drop the remix. You know, on this solo album.
0: Hey, why not? It's a it's a true classic. And now you're more connected with other people, and then maybe put it. Yeah. Who a would you hear spin? on the third verse? So
1: if it's me, Tuck, who you think? I know.
0: You haven't worked with Cheddar in a long time. Renaissance, some of the uh, local cats. Yeah. I'll thinking it, B. Little man. cat. Well, hey, of course <laughs> you're, you're well connected with it. Where if you want to take yeah, it bigger, yeah. but it, yeah. yeah, that'll be nice too. Or you
1: know, we we do a few remakes. you know what I'm saying? That'd be dope too.
0: The kind of like yellow. I do need to work with Cheddar and Ren, though. Well, you know uh, how Yellow Beast did the Dallas thing. It could be oh, like oh, a longer thing, and then have more. a different one. Even a, a Texas, not a Dallas thing, but a different Texas artist with it. Cause it is dope. a dope song, and in a, a nice chorus with it, nice hook, everything's like good, except for yeah. the tag. Cause I caught it onto that when listening to it. Like, was that the tag on that I'm thing? And up. then I, I thought it was the business part of getting used to it because I had to go through some of the stuff. And like, that's funny the story that you tell me. That no, I, I bought CD the beat.
1: <laughs> I bought the beat. I broke the CD because he gave me the tracker on a CD. Yeah, that was, that was back then, twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen, like six seven years ago. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah, so like I really own the beat, and yeah, I fumbled on that. I should have, like I said, you know, but you got it
0: done though, and that's a great skill to have. That you, even though all that happened, you could have said, Man, we're gonna mess it up, have to reschedule. I'm on a deadline, I'm gonna meet it. Let's do it. Mm
1: -hmm. I'm gonna have to swallow that one in. Like me, I was, I was, I would work like in reverse, like I would make it like plan a party or have a deadline, and I wouldn't even have the project that I was deadlining for so that's like what made me do everything because that puts you by pressure. this time yeah.
0: yeah so I think you did that on purpose with the put pressure on you to get get it done because otherwise maybe you would have procrastinated and never exactly actually done it or have this so that's I a good strategy tricks, you know it's still like a good strategy I mean it shows <laughs> I don't you.
1: recommend it but <laughs> if it you can pull it off by a lot of
0: stress you know. but but it shows that you're good good under pressure mm-hmm. so where does the uh I don't know. Maybe we never really. I had interviewed you previously before. Never really vibe. We never hang, hung out or outside of here, maybe in the club. But I did notice how recently that you've been more positive. Is that because of the point of uh, of your life that you're at?
1: Yeah, you know, man, having two sons, um, you look at stuff different. Yeah, and um, you know, I can't change anything. You know, but I'm not proud of everything. Um, there's a lot of stuff I'm proud of, but I wanted to make more marks where, you know, I'm always proud of everything that I'm doing since my son's been born, you know, and I, and I want to make sure that they understand that, you know, no matter what you're going through, man, keep your head up, stay positive, look at the bright side, never give up and you you'll get through it, but okay. you got to believe you'll get through it. And remember, remind
0: me of the ac- acronym for King again?
1: Knowing I never give up.
0: Knowing I Never Give Up. K-I-N-G. Yeah. Everything you just said sounded like exactly what the song <laughs> I
1: talked about. Hey, right hand on the Bible, yeah. man. Right hand right on the Bible. Bible.
0: All right, brother. Well, we're pretty much wrapping it up. Real quickly, what is your social media, all the social media? Where can they find um, you
1: at? At Accomplice1127. Uh, the group one is High Rollers TX, and it's rollers with a Z. And you can check out the radio station at We Lit Wednesdays on Instagram. And
0: Alrighty. We rock it, man. And real quickly, so everything that you've done as far as your beginning to, you know, again, the humble beginnings of like literally having an outhouse and, and being in a small town to being able to not stay still, be able to maneuver, and then moving on private jets and having your music touch all over the place with international, 62 countries, your music's touching. And then doing your own tour, uh, that's amazing. Again, accomplice, you are a global Latin factor, senor. You are a global Latin factor. So real quickly, before I let you go, if anybody was to Google you or search you late in the future, what do you hope for them to find about you?
1: Hmm. That was more than just a rapper. I hope that they understand I was a leader. You know, I was willing to try things that hadn't been done yet. You know, and and success or failure, I've had more wins than losses, that's all I can say. And the losses were lessons. So I hope that anyone that looks me up doesn't just see me as a rapper or doesn't just see me as a host doesn't just see me as the personality they see me as an entity and they're like that's dope man awesome appreciate man. it thank you very much
0: thank you very much for being here thank you senor I don't shake a thank lot of you, hands man. here in the show thank appreciate it this you, was you, another thank episode you. of the Global Latin Factor Podcast remember we are just like you we are the spice in this melting pot and it is the world till next time Thank you very much for checking out this episode of the global Latin factor podcast if you are enjoying the content go and subscribe right now help us reach our channel goal of a thousand subscribers so we can have more content coming out and again we appreciate the ones that already subscribed go like go comment thank you very much subscribe thank you